I'm back to do another podcast with my friend Albert DeLeon, a podcast in which we actually talk about the movie Priscilla, the Sofia Sofia Coppola-directed movie Priscilla, starring, I don't remember, um, I read the book Midnight's Children by Salman Rushdie. And at one point, I wrote I wrote down a quote. I wrote down I wrote down a couple of quotes. It's a dangerous business to try and. It's it's a dangerous business, to try, and impose one's view of things on others. That's a dangerous business, baby. Don't try to tell me how to live. I don't like that. Even if you're right. Even if you know what you're talking about. Even if I can see it myself. Don't try to impose your view on me. Don't tread on me. Wasn't that the whole point of the revolution? Was to keep people from treading on them? Don't try to impose your view on me, bitch. Most of what matters in your life takes place in your absence. That was the other quote. Most of what matters in your life takes place in your absence. Hmm. Hmm. Crazy to think that maybe I didn't even have any control over anything that happened to me. That maybe I didn't even actively make anything happen on my own through my efforts which have been substantial I have made some substantial efforts in my life Salman Rushdie you know when I look around at at, at what it all is you know at 44 years old in the efficiency apartment you know cat dead and uh, there's a bunch of books on shelves and computer and a tv and a couch and a bed that i keep in my walk-in closet it's not a walk-in closet it's just a closet that fits a bed and it's an efficiency apartment i live in a tiny house it's like a it's like it's as if i live in a car anyway i'm a single man and i got a boyfriend who's he's also got his problems you know we're we're not safe it's not secure it's not nothing's easy I'm not really killing it. I'm barely making it. And if anybody doesn't understand that, you know, like I, I need a Patreon. I should probably get some donations, Mr. Internet. I should probably, you know, if people could see how funny this podcast was, uh, maybe they'd be like, you're a full-fledged adult, Bob. You've been doing a lot, you know. You put a lot out there in the world that a lot of people make money on and that, you you start things that become businesses, and you you really have a talent for uh, putting yourself out there and giving it all away and letting other people take advantage of what you start. They make money off of you know you, that's been happening. You know people are making a living off of the things that you do, but you don't make a living off of it because you're a fucking idiot. I don't get it, Bob. You really don't know how to manage your time or you know get respect from people or you know what the fuck dude 11 years look 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 who's made it and who's not you know from when you started 
you're obviously not really taking advantage of your gifts and opportunities or anything that you 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 you, you should have a little more, Mister Bitch. That's what people would say. That's my little inner voice says things like that to me, and um, it just goes on and on, kind of. It's like it's like a little stabbing feeling. It it, it, it just you uh, dart to the heart, you know, you know, like a little spirit dead, you know, a little nostalgic, you know, pain, you know, like the unrequited longing, you know, the the ache, it it the the possibilities, unrealized potential, that 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 shit hurts. It's uh, it's a it's a day to day thing. And uh, and I still do comedy though, but and because because I don't I don't do comedy just to to win at comedy. I do comedy because I love being funny, and I love knowing funny people, and I love laughing, and I like having fun, and I like meeting people who make me laugh. Um, um I don't know. I'm, I'm probably the first person who's ever said that. Anyway, my name is Bob Morrissey. This is the Healing Club back after a little month hiatus, a little hiatus. Took a little break, you know. I brought back one of my favorite uh, favorite comedians. Um, he he really wanted to do the podcast again. He's done it a bunch of times. He's he's my friend. I've known him since I started comedy more than eleven years ago, and he's a, he's a true artist and a. Um, a, a complete uh, train wreck. My, my friend Albert DeLeon is here on the podcast, and and we went and saw the movie Priscilla before doing the podcast, and so we actually talk about the movie Priscilla, the Sofia Coppola directed film, which is on in theaters now. So you know, spoiler alert, go watch the movie Priscilla. You'd like it. I liked it a lot. Anyway. Albert and I had a good time. We talk about the movie, talk about some other stuff, some other movies, you know, cocaine, whatever. My name is Bob Morrissey. This is the Healing Club. Uh, okay. This is Ray Bedford. You're listening to the Goddamn Healing Club. Why don't you get out there and heal? Okay, Albert. Albert DeLeon. We're hey. back. We're back. And we're back. And I took a month off. All right, I, I deserved it. You you just did it as a just as a break, or <sighs> I just got tired of asking people to come to my house. <laughs> I just walking <God. laughs> Hey, you want to come to my house? I did the show. I come to my house and talk about something. I don't know. Uh, you're drinking Bud Light. I know. Drinking the cheap shit. I was like, what's closest to water? That cheap I'm already- gay beer. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I actually uh, I've always liked Bud Light. I didn't know hmm. know that till hmm. a couple of years ago hmm. when I moved to Manville with uh, Marissa and her aunt um, was always drinking it with her friends. Yeah, and then I started you know I would drink it because it would be the, uh, be around and I'd be hmm. like you know what I get it I get it I I get the whole Bud Light you know it's 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 literally light. It's a tasty light beer, and you can just drink a million of them, and 
That's why Post Malone was always. That's why you know. And I saw Post Malone drinking him all the time. Like I was like, look at that. He's he he gets it. What what can you continually sip on and take forever to get hammered on? Love try that. try to be more like Post Malone. I think that's a good. Uh, <laughs> if he's doing something, it's okay. I think. Do you like Post Malone? I, he smokes a lot of cigarettes, so I think I um, I I don't I quit smoking for two months. I've quit for two months. Oh, that's great! Yay. Congratulations! Yeah, that's yeah. good. But I had a drag off of a cigarette yesterday. Oh. So, you know, I'm not out of the woods. I just, I was drunk and I wanted to, and I took a little drag off of a cigarette and now all my two months are, you know, I'm back at day zero now. Wow. Yeah. Uh, we just saw the movie Priscilla in the theater. Yes. We went to the theater. Let's do our review. Okay. Uh, Priscilla, the Sofia Coppola movie. Yes. Starring some lady and this guy <laughs> that I've never From met before. Some other guy, you know, nobody famous. You know? Yeah, he's not that famous yet, but he's good yeah. there. He's from a show, uh, Euphoria. Euphoria. Oh, he's from saying. Euphoria. Yes. Okay. All he's right. He's the hot guy. Yeah, he's Euphoria. the, you see his dick a lot. In Euphoria. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, I liked Priscilla. I thought it was a, um, a yeah. great uh, like expansion on some of the themes of the Baz Luhrmann Elvis movie from last year. And uh, because I really liked how you didn't get to see the Colonel in any, at any point in the movie, <laughs> right. like the Colonel, the, the gross Tom Hanks uh, <laughs> dude from, uh, <laughs> that guy was awful. <laughs> yeah. That guy wasn't present in the Priscilla story, Yeah, but he did, you know, you could see him uh, on the phone or, or like controlling Elvis. And uh, you, so in the Baz Luhrmann Elvis movie, you, you, uh, you, you watch as Elvis is dominated by this dude who controls his career and yeah. handles his money. And, um, and in this movie, Priscilla is not really so much about uh, Elvis's career is about how it, it, it seemed like Elvis controlled, priscilla in the same way that the colonel controlled him and, right, and it yeah. was like the shit rolls downhill right. and, and the one person you know uh so i thought that was interesting that to see that you know you know in in the one movie he's like the victim of uh of this dominating personality this disgusting guy who who doesn't let him be his real true self yeah and uh but he does the same thing to other people so you know exactly where where's the uh well, well, that's that's what that's what was so great about them making the movie and, and being like, you know, what, let's let's show there's another, there's yeah. another story here. Plus, I, I shazammed a lot of songs uh, during the course of that movie. I, I liked. Uh, I'm not shocked, and I I heard a when I I listened to someone's review and they were bringing up the music, and I just re remember when I first saw Lost in Translation and and I heard My Bloody Valentine, and I'm like, I'm watching Bill Murray in Tokyo, mm. and there's and the score is My Bloody Valentine. Yeah. And I remember just thinking, this is the coolest, <laughs> this is the coolest movie, movie I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, this this had, uh, you know, well, like, it, um, it didn't have too much of Elvis's music. No, none of Elvis's music, but it, it had, had, like, moment. Yeah, Quincy Jones, and, and then, like, Dan Deacon, and and I, what did I say? Uh, some of the old songs I shazammed were The Little Dippers, Forever, mm -hmm. and uh, Speedy West, Rippling Waters. But then The Crystal Cat by Dan Deacon was a new, and then it's Country by 
Porches, something How You Satisfy Me by Spectrum. Those are all, uh, you know, it, cool. it was a, it was a mix of the the new and the mm-hmm. and the old and uh, yeah. but it it was it it fit the uh, the storytelling because yeah. so much of it didn't happen in real you know it was abstract it was cool it was know. a cool movie and I liked it too yeah um, I thought it was uh it w- so I wanted to comment on one thing um based off a review I saw a few reviews that I saw about the movie where they were all saying. They did. They didn't really like it too much because of uh, Priscilla. The you know her character was so, you know, fragile. She was just doing whatever Elvis wanted, and she didn't really say much. And she was just kind of like his little, like slave and, mm. and, and blah blah blah. And I'm just like, I'm like, but wait a minute, she's a child. Like she was, yeah. she was a child. That, um, you know that um, that whole time, I think a child would would have definitely acted, um, f- you know, the way that. Priscilla did, but you know? there was a great turning point in the movie. I thought in their relationship, um, it was right after I, uh, right before I went to the bathroom. It was uh, where they're pillow fighting on their. Uh, they're just recently married and they're they're in bed together and they had not slept together for years because she was only fourteen, and uh, and and so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so he groomed her until she was of age, and then uh, yeah. And, and then when um, they're pillow fighting and and uh, and he uh, he gets really mad and and like smashes her with the pillow and then when she said uh, you can only play if you win like you only like to play when you win and yeah. uh, and and that's it was I don't know if it was in the memoir that she wrote but it was it was great to see that in a movie like 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 it seemed like a personal moment that came to life and uh, yeah that, that could be in anybody's life that you know um that tells a whole story it that yeah. fills you in on everything else about you need to know about their relationship and like and what kind of a person yeah. Elvis was and yeah and i've seen that in my life too like uh people who are like i only like to play games when i win and that's <laughs> you know like, and i'm here to win it's like wait yeah. this is monopoly right yeah i didn't start comedy to make friends i came here to win <laughs> like you should be able to lose you know, should appreciate other people's success where you know like well that's well speak well if we're just to speak on that for a moment i would i would give my honest take on that would be that most people not everybody but most mm-hmm. people that get into comedy are definitely uh you know whether they know it or not, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a solo thing. You know, it's, they're look, the kind of people who look, don't like to lose. Well, look at me, look at me, look yeah. at me. It's a very, look at me, look at me. And we all have fun and hang out with each other. But the, at the end of the day, it's about me, not you. Yeah. It's a, look at me. And it should, yeah. and it, oh. that, it shouldn't be like that. We should, it should, um, I think the, you know, it'd be great if we can, um, well, know. I want to do more collaborative projects and I, I think comedy is a great, it's a, yeah, you know, like uh, narcissists do it just to get attention because you know they they want to be alone on stage and say things. I like to perform because I'm a really introverted person, and through performance I can reveal to people what's going on in my head, yeah. and then I don't have to say things that just would be incompatible with my stage self when I'm off stage. I get I get it so much out on stage that I don't need to tell people off stage if yeah. they've seen me do stand up, and uh, and and I like that about performance that that because I don't want to just you know be a, a 
but I like funny people and I like to laugh at other well, funny what, people and, and like have, yeah me and you have that in common because I didn't get into comedy to to make friends I didn't even think about making friends I got in comedy because I wanted to try to be a comedian but as I as I went along with my journey I quickly realized oh my god like I love these people I love the people I'm meeting I'm, I'm make uh, and I realized oh, this is this is my new family I never had a real family yeah. so I'm making a family right now and I don't think that's how it is for most people I think most people it's always like they get into it and they're like yeah this person's cool yeah this person's okay but it but there's but they're yeah. very razor focused on me get, me me, get, me. Yeah, yeah get into the top I need to get to the Who's, Mine. A, who's yeah. the next person I gotta yeah. I gotta suck up to that I can put me on that stage? Like, who's it? And it's just this, and and I and it's like, I didn't know what I really wanted when I started comedy, but as I did it longer, I realized one of the greatest things that's awesome is you meet people and you become friends with people, and it becomes this awesome thing. Can it just be that and just that only? It can be, but most people don't see it that way. Most people are like, eh, yeah. No, nah, you're cool, but fuck, I'm not. I'm not here for that shit. I'm. I'm trying to get on fucking television, and it's like, yeah. okay, well, I guess then we'll never be real friends, then, will we? This is gonna be a shallow relationship, you know. And you just don't really know what the relationship is actually half the time in comedy. That's something I don't like about the scene is you just don't know what's what's real and what's not. You know, it's very it's it's Hollywood. You know, I've been basically. disillusioned by people. I've 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 felt like I trusted people and I liked them and then, then I've seen, well, uh, you know, it's not the person I thought that was, no, in a few instances. Yeah. And there's no way to know. But uh, there's no way to know. But then I reconcile. Like I still gotta see that person every day, and I go, you know what? Maybe I can deal with the person as as they really are, and and, and incorporate the you know my new understanding of of like uh, don't trust everything, don't trust everyone. Don't uh, don't be so optimistic, but you know, but don't throw out there uh, like your all your, you know, I, I, if I'm burned by somebody, it's not like I hate them forever, or or if I lose to somebody or if somebody just like, you know, treats me shitty or or like is obviously like uh, like ignoring me because there's somebody more important in the room, or yeah, you know, like right. uh, like like when I just see people start doing stuff like that, it's like well I don't. I'm disappointed, but like you're still my friend, right? Uh, but you know, but I just don't trust you as much. Yeah. Um. And that. And, 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 oh God! No, and, those are just keys. And uh, and 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 a lot of that is the reason why in the, in the car earlier I was t telling you that I'm just I'm totally feel pretty much retired from the scene, and I just I'm just becoming an internet comedian. And the great thing about that is that I don't I don't have to do it. I can, it's like, it's like having a job. Like you go to work and then you come out and I can hang out with you or I can hang out with, I can go do a stand up mm. show if I want to. And it, and it feels more like karaoke now, you know, it does. It's not some like, Oh my God, I hope, who do I got? Wait, wait a minute. Do, yeah. What like, makes no. you want to go up five, six, ten times a week? You know, you know like, I, just, I love doing that. Actually, I just, I just, I, I just love like going a, up on stage and talking. Thing. To, but I, once I, I don't know what it's like to get out of that rhythm of going up like as many times a week as you possibly can. And you gotta, yeah, you gotta find it. You gotta. I've broken mine. Yeah. You know, with the internet. You know, but but mm. but, and that's why I'm very. I'm, I've always told people like, experiment with it, do more things with it, research on it, figure it out, see what you can do, see what you don't want to do, 
I mean, it could be whatever you want it to be, really, you know. But I'm, I'm, I feel very, you know, with all the other stuff I got going on in my life, it, it feels good not to have to worry about shows and mm. drama and, and all the high school bullshit, you know. Uh, oh, well. I mean, I think it would be great to see you do a special. Uh, and I and, do want to do and, that. And to have uh, all your jokes in one place. I do. I totally want to do that. Because you've got oh, some yeah. of the best jokes. You've yeah. got some of the best I jokes. I totally want to do that. Yeah. And, I've all, and, 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 and I'm not anything special. I'm still a nobody. I'm just trying to figure out my way. I'm yeah. starting from scratch as an internet mm. comedian. So it's it's not some glamorous thing. It's uh, But it's it's exciting. And it, um, and it is exciting. So that's I cool that you're that. up to five thousand followers. What's your no, uh, no. YouTube? <laughs> well, no, I'm not, I know that's no on TikTok. Is that your, is, what? On my no on my TikTok, I, I I I'm like I'm working up to three, but I'm not really posting there anymore. Um, on YouTube. Have, YouTube is my like pro, is where I'm focused on right now. And what's your YouTube by I the way? Wanna, um, what's your a, YouTube for the people if uh, anybody's listening? To my this. full name Albert DeLeon Comedy. Albert DeLeon Comedy. Yeah. But my okay. goal is to reach five K subscribers before my birthday, which is in June. So and okay, I and what are you at now? I'm at a thousand one. Wait, a thousand one hundred. Actually, I I think I'm a little drunk and i can't remember <laughs> so, but i want to i want to get to five two drinks i want to no we had a shot we had a shot and a long island long island at the movie theater and then mm-hmm. i drink i didn't say this part but i actually had a i had a little bit of wine at my house uh, before you picked me up okay but anyway let's go back to talking about priscilla <laughs> okay so priscilla was a good movie yeah i liked it i love I, I really liked it i just I like that style of um, like there there seemed to be a detached coldness and and like a like a, a objectivity and and uh, and like like you you just see the you see what's going on and it's not totally interpreted for you by the way that it's presented. Yeah. It's 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 like uh, it's meant to seem immersive and and lifelike and. And it's other ways of telling stories seem like they're uh, they're they're giving you the moral to the story in addition to telling you the story. This is just like right. without telling you what to think about it, just showing you a, a story. Exactly. Um, and yeah. I and I like I like that type of. I mean, I, I like any kind of story, but I, but it was a good example of somebody doing that well. Uh, it was a great execution of. Uh, yeah, it totally was, and I think it was a great execution on the way that relationships work a lot of times with celebrities and especially back in that time. Yeah. Because that was, that kind of stuff was going on. So, you know, a, a pop, a pop star with a younger with person, a, with a teenage girl who's still in high so, school so, living at his house. And so that happened all the time. The paparazzi hanging out by the uh, yeah. fence and she's playing with a dog and uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> cute little dog in that movie too. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I thought it was uh, really good, and it looked awesome. Yeah, I wasn't shocked. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't. Oh, you know what other scene I really liked was um, when he's like, "Come on, baby, let's go shopping." You know, he's <laughs> like, "Let's go buy some clothes." Uh, <laughs> I can't give you what you need sexually right now, but uh, but I can't. But like, they go shopping, and it's like. She's the pretty woman, Cinderella, you know, shopping spree, 
montage happening where you know she's adorned in beautiful clothes and then she mm-hmm. comes out and like all the dudes it's it's like nine dudes they're all like yeah like they're nine dudes over 30 and she's like <laughs> 16 years old and and they're all like hot and bothered and excited by uh these 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 new clothes that she she gets and um but then when there's one outfit that she likes, they're like, no, it doesn't suit you, baby. No, 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 But she was living, she was, she was being exactly what these dudes in their thirties all said was, you know, the hottest thing she could be and something to bring out her face. And then, then he like, you need to dye your hair and give yourself like a Marge Simpson, uh, beehive haircut. And she looks so ridiculous after, uh, but you know, yeah, it, it, it showed that side, you know, that side of Elvis that people don't think about, which is like, you know, he's this great. He was a great singer and, and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, well, what would he have been like as your uh, as your husband? It's like, or as oh. your, yeah, but as your boyfriend when you're 14 and he's like 25, <laughs> <laughs> which is like. Uh, oh, by the way, I wanted to speak on it's, I just thought it was interesting. Like, I'm sure you noticed it, too, like. In the beginning, when he kept calling her father and talking to the parents and persuading them, and oh to, yeah, to let her come hang out and party, um, do do you think that would have? Do you think the fact that he was obviously rich and famous? Yeah, her parents were like. All do, right. do you think if he would have been some regular the you know, guy that worked at the bakery? Yeah, probably not. They would have yeah. been like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, they probably would. have. Yeah. Um. Well, I just thought, I just thought that part is it's interesting to see people react mm. to success and money because obviously her parents, they, they, they betrayed her parents as people that you know, that loved her and cared about her a lot, actually. And she didn't do that bad. You know, Priscilla Presley's life hasn't been that bad. Well, well, let me and ask you, and let, she was in the naked gun, which is one of the best movies ever. And like, it is a hard situation to, to think about, to be her father and her parents. Oh yeah. Military father. Like, yeah. What, what a, what a weird concept there like this older guy but he's rich, rich and he's yeah. famous and he's he's like a you know it's it's his big thing you know and it's like well maybe i can i'll let it slide I'll, I'll i'll i'm gonna let it slide yeah but then he leaves for like a year and a half on on tour and doesn't really answer letters and yeah she, she never hears from him and then her that was a great moment too where the parents are like you just you're gonna need to forget him and then he comes back and then and he came back and like like he couldn't wait six months for her to finish high school at her own school he had to move her to graceland to go and like uh be the like that that's that's that was another point where like it, it could have like what what do you think it, if i were her parent i would have said all right, appreciate the phone call, and I'm, uh, I love your music, and and you're you're you seem like a really nice guy, but uh, you're gonna have to wait six months until my daughter turns eighteen, and she finishes high school at her school, and I'm not gonna move her over to your house and, and give you guardianship over her for you know six months until th- that's that's creepy, yeah, like that, like if that he couldn't wait those six months, yeah, um, and he and and, and why would he, you know, and his. Yeah. In his in his mind, he's a king, you know, and in the, yeah. the way that he was living his life, he Elvis thought Elvis acted like he was a, a king, and could do whatever he wanted, and, yeah. and everyone should just yeah. It's but um, they really do show her getting pried away from her own life, and then like just becoming his, you know, uh, 
accessory. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. And she never really got a chance to live a, a real life of her own until she left him. And, uh, and, you know, and then she went on to, to be in those naked gun movies. So, you know, <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> they're the best. I don't know. He's, and, and Priscilla Presley is like a major part of those movies. I completely <laughs> forgot. I and I think you said it a few times that I yeah. wasn't like paying attention. I'm like, oh, my God, she is the one in, the, in yeah. those movies. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, that's. Who doesn't love what's the actor? The the Liam Neeson. Liam, yeah. Who, yeah, who doesn't Liam. love Liam Neeson? It's not Liam Neeson. It's Leslie Nielsen. Oh, Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> <laughs> so he was in Creep Show. Yeah. He, he was yeah. in Airplane. <laughs> what 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 better catalog is that? You were in Airplane and Creep Show. And oh, he was in Prom Night. You should watch the movie Prom Night. He's the oh. principal in that movie, and it's like he's a it's a dramatic role for him, but it's so silly and bizarre to see like Leslie Nielsen in a non comedy role being you know killed in a horror movie. Yeah. Um, there's there, there's a there, there's a lot going on in that in that movie, Priscilla, because it just there is there is a lot. There's there's a relationship. There's marriage. There's babies. There's love. There's Dogs, you know, celebrity. I mean, to me, watching a movie about famous people in relationships is just the amplified version of what normal people go through in relationships. You know, you know, we think about our relationships that we had in the past, like how hard and all the stress and all the drama that went in. Imagine that, but with someone famous, or yeah. or, or or you're both famous, like. To me, that sounds insane. Like, how could that? That doesn't even seem real. Like, how can you know? It's so, it's hard enough to be regular people being in a relationship. Could yeah. you imagine all that other shit? Like, it just, just doesn't even seem. It seems totally impossible to me. I don't know. Yeah. Just, have you ever uh, been in a? Have you have you ever felt uh, like 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 your life had? I, I like the, the there's another turning point moment in that movie where, where she's in the she's going out on her second date with Elvis and and she's talking to her mom and she and her mom's like, well, why does he need to be with you? Why? Wh what's so special about you? You're 14. And then she's like, don't ruin my whole life, mama. <laughs> I'm doing this. Like, but she was like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to let you ruin my life. This is Elvis. Yeah. Well, I'm going to I'm going to be with Elvis and he's well, interested in me. Oh, yeah. And. Hey. What think about the battle like but, but have you ever stood your ground like that for anything? <laughs> have you ever have you ever told anybody, "No, this is what, what I want. I mean, and this is what I'm going to do." You have to I mean that must be a must have been a very crazy Ugh. conversation the mother and a 14-year-old yeah. Presley, <laughs> you know, being like, "What do you see in him?" Uh he's fucking Elvis. <laughs> yeah. You're 14. Uh he's fucking Elvis like Mom, let this me. This is my lottery like, ticket. Do Don't you, yeah, ruin it. Exactly. Yeah. And then the mom yeah. and the mom's in the back of her head thinking, "Fuck." Yeah. <laughs> if, I, it, if if I cut this off, what if I regret it in ten years? You know, like yeah. What if know? she marries some loser? Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. Oh. That's exactly what they're thinking. They're thinking. They're, yeah. they're they're thinking about. Well, and that's what I'm trying to say. That's that's why these types of dynamics and things really do stir up a lot of weird conversations and debates like you know when does it oh the what would a mom care if you you know like i said earlier like 
all of a mm. sudden, we, we said that if if Elvis was working at a bakery and was 20 something years old, which, like, you know, get the fuck out of here. Like, get the fuck out. I'm calling the police right now. You know, I'm calling them right now. You know, yeah. <laughs> We're, you're you're going to jail right now. Yeah. Oh. But it's Elvis and everything. And all of a sudden everything stops. Well, wait a minute. It's the same thing with Michael Jackson. Like, I. Oh, I, did you watch the Michael Jackson well, documentary about well, the way he uh, seduced those 10 year old boys? So, Even if he did not sleep with them, he was like moving them from Australia to yeah. L.A. and then like uh, acting like he loved them more than anybody. Like he tells some boy well, and his whole family, no, oh, you're so special to me. You're well, let most, me ask you this question. You're amazing. And then he'll like uh, cheat on him like emotionally. <laughs> and be like, I just wanted to ride on a roller coaster with another boy. <laughs> and, like, I'm sorry I haven't ta- called uh, you in three months or uh, yeah, I'm sorry you so, had to go to a new country well, and a new school. Well, let me ask you a straight like, up question about the Michael Jackson thing. Do you think he did, you know, like well, the... Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I you think, do yeah. think that he molested him? And, and uh, no doubt, no. Really? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, um, I'm think, sure it was. I don't think he did. Mm. <laughs> I mean, there's just too many people with too many stories that I, all are I, so I, consistent with each other, and it know. also seems to make sense, you know. And so, like, I I just think it's like, uh, I don't it's got to be true with uh, you know, with the amount of documentation. Well, they, and, uh, but, but they, and what uh, we know about people who are like that. Well, they made that documentary yeah. a few years ago, and they disproved it because of things that they, you know, the times and dates. Well, it and, doesn't stand up in a court of law, but I, I do think that you, even you, don't, you just don't think he was a weirdo because that's what I, yeah. I think he was just a weirdo. I don't think he would, I don't think he would actually do mm. that. I don't know. I'm of the opinion that he molested them kids. I don't know if he molested Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay says he didn't. Right. But uh, he probably knew he wouldn't get away with maybe molesting Macaulay Colton, so he didn't. But, see, Bob, but he knew he could get away with the, the others. That's the part that makes me confused. If yeah. you were a, a, if you were Michael and you wanted to molest a, you you're gonna not you're gonna you're gonna pass yeah. on the most popular <laughs> the most popular kid in the world. You got him right there. You're not gonna. To me, if if he didn't molest Macaulay, then why I, I would think... he have molested some other random kid? To me, that to me that doesn't make any sense. He's just friends with Macaulay, and Macaulay becomes his ally, and 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 contradicts all the people who have these other stories. Then it's like people are going to listen to Macaulay because he's famous. And why wouldn't he molest the the little, the little hot little Macaulay Culkin? What's well, I saying? But he, yeah, but, 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 he, but he did it. What? But he didn't molest Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin is. Said that he didn't do shit to him. He just he just said that. He said that they were friends and they just he, hung out. Well, at this, he also like, acknowledged that zoo he's, and well, he said that he was together. a weirdo and he didn't know how to yeah. talk to people and he was strange and all this. I don't think I don't personally mm. think that he did anything. I do think he slept with children in the bed for sure. That's totally strange. Yeah, but I also but it's also weird to think that these parents. We're just talking with the Presley thing. Michael Jackson never was charged with going and kidnapping kids. These parents, these parents threw what? their kids at yes, him. Yes, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Like, no, that's what I'm totally. It's the same with R. Kelly too. That's what I'm like, totally trying to say. All, like, all the R. Kelly victims were right. like, uh, their parents were like, yes, 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 he's famous. He's, right. Yeah, go get pissed go, on. Go, go, go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, no, R. Kelly, I don't know. R. Kelly, no. I definitely think he did a bunch of yeah. shit he wasn't supposed to do. But I don't know. From what I have seen online, I don't. I don't think Michael did anything. But um, okay, yeah. I do, like not that. I don't think he. 
Yeah, I'm I I'm, I'm not in a position to really get to the bottom of it or like have it conclusive, but like uh my 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 guess is that he did it. I mean the did, did something. Yeah. My guess things. is that he did everything that anybody who molests kids would do. My guess is that it was always a sexual relationship with the people he was attracted to. And uh and the people he was attracted to were like 10 years old. And um and and I think he I don't know. Just, uh, yeah, so disgusting. But kind of like, uh, you know, I was, I was, I was on stage uh, with Emily Peacock. We were hosting, and uh, in in the course of co-hosting, it, it was just kind of improvisational, and we started talking about uh, because about a week and a half ago, I went up at the Dirty Show, mm-hmm. at the Secret Group, and. I wanted to make fun of everybody who does like it, it was like a big cocaine crowd, and I was like, "Who likes cocaine?" And everybody's like, "Yes!" Like, yeah, they were like, "Woo, cocaine!" Like, it was like, and then uh, like, like, I made some like jokes about like, uh, they, they, like about how it's not like that cool, you know, to be coked out all the time. Uh-huh. And I had like probably the worst set it had in about a year and a half of uh like <laughs> like like just this miscalculation of uh of like 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 talking to the audience as if i as if they were on my side when they weren't and um yeah. and, but then when i was co-hosting with emily I, I we started talking about this um like this cocaine story i've, I've done cocaine probably like 20 times like enough to know that you know I don't really enjoy it that much, but yeah. also it's pretty good, but it's fun. But like, I just never feel good about it afterwards. So I don't want to do it. And I haven't done it in like 10 years, but, um, oh, that's good. Yeah. When I was 21, um, I went to, uh, I was in the army and I went to Chicago on a, on like a little weekend of leave and hung out with some high school friends and some army guys who came up to Chicago with me. And um, my one high school friend went and got acquired some cocaine for like $80. We got like, like a huge amount of cocaine. It was probably all baby powder. (laughs) (laughs) um, Yeah. And, uh, and so we did like 30 lines and, um, (laughs) and um, and I was like, "This isn't doing anything. This is this is nothing. This is no, this is no effect." Okay, who cares? Just do more. All right. I still don't feel anything. Oh God, I feel something now. Oh shit! Oh shit! It's so cold. So, 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 so cold. Oh, oh shit! It's in me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, are you having fun? <laughs> but it wasn't that fun. But um, yeah. like, uh, like the um, yeah, the the we made some shitty decisions that night. Where like, uh, mm-hmm. my friend from Chicago wanted to go and uh, drive my car down to Champaign Urbana, Illinois, and he didn't have a job or something, so he could just like, he's like, I'm just gonna go down to Champaign and um just stop by Muffy's place, his ex-girlfriend Muffy. I'm going to go see what Muffy's doing. And she doesn't know he's coming. (laughs) (laughs) And like, uh, and and on the way back to Kentucky, like I, I just like, 
me, me and the two guys from the army uh, um well, there's four of us in the car he he decides he wants to drive and and he goes like uh 150 miles an hour down the highway like to we get pulled over going like an absurd like yeah. speed and um and i have a bunch of cocaine in my sock and um and then the uh the the cops see the army sticker on my car and they let us go because it's you know 2002 right before the <laughs> right before the iraq war and he respects the troops, and he didn't want to ruin my life. And wow. he let he let it go. Hey, he let it go. <laughs> and, uh, Whoa! And so then, like, he That's let awful. he let us go, and then and then I, and then then Spike drove over to Muffy's house in Champaign, Illinois, and I dropped him off. And then I don't know, like, she didn't. Then I, then the next day, I was like, why? Like, <laughs> like why did I let him <laughs> do that? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Like, um, she probably didn't even let him in. I mean, we just le left him in the middle of the night by this house of his ex-girlfriend's house. Like, and yeah, that, that was, that was a real, real dumb, bad, you know, bad news. Yeah, it was yeah, 20 yeah. years ago. It was a different time. It was okay to stalk women or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, was, <laughs> it was 20. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, the the thing that was that struck me was like you know i i get this uh, I, I go i dodged a bullet you know if that cop would have found the cocaine my whole life would have been ruined and then i look at my life now and i'm like oh my life was ruined yeah <laughs> my life is exactly the way it would have been if it was ruined then like there's <laughs> nothing nothing i that that i that i wound up doing that that would have been stopped by you know yeah. me getting you know like a cocaine charge and kicked out of the army and like um you know i, I could have been doing the exact same they could be <laughs> talking on this podcast right now about the same bullshit or <laughs> you know, like uh, well, uh, well well at least we're having fun oh okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well what i think it was gonna be when i was younger that's uh, i'm like what did you think you were gonna be when you were younger that like you know, where, where you're so afraid that something's gonna happen like, like I think that's why young people take big risks is because you know they don't care if something bad happens because they know something shitty's gonna happen anyway. Well, that's interesting. I never, I, I, I never had that that mm. uh, feeling. I was always a scared. You're a scared little. Uh, I've never, yeah, I've never been arrested, and I've I've been drinking for a while now. I've never had a DUI or anything. Yeah, you never drink and drive. Never, I've never seen you drink I've and drive. Been pretty. Well, even 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 before, um, even in my early twenties, when I did drink a little bit, um, I would um, stop myself. I did like two beers, and I was very strict on myself. And then when I started getting heavily in alcohol, actually, that was that was when Uber and Lyft kind of were invented. And then I was like, well, I'm not gonna drive, you know, mm. um, if I don't have to. And so it's just kind of, I do not get. By the way, let me just say this. I've, I might have said this before, but if it's if you're, you know, playing on drinking, and you you know, and it's 2023, why in the fuck are you driving? Like, get a lift, for fuck's sake, you know. Like right now, like, yeah, like I right now I want to know, like, if you were to like, if I leave and 
You're like, I want to go to secret route. Don't drive the secret route. You know, like get a lift. Like we yeah. we have lifts and Ubers now. Like we don't have to be taking the risk and yeah, yeah and it's and it's like, like $10 to park it's anyway. Over. It's the same amount of money to park exactly. as it is to like yeah. we should be we should have stopped this yeah. driving. If you can afford to go out and have one at the bar, you can afford an extra. Just think of it as an extra drink or something. We should have stopped this yeah. whole like drink and drive thing years ago. Like mm. we we have the technology now. There's no reason, you know. Uh-huh. Like, and I don't want to like go somewhere and be I'm only going to have one drink. No, like get fucked up, but don't <laughs> don't fucking dr- don't drive there. Yeah. Like people are like driving places and still like why do you like I hear about it all the time like why did you why did you drive to the comedy why, why did you drive that comedy show and and, dr- mm. and like you thought you were going to just like drink like water? Like what did you think was going to happen? Like just Oh, my stepdad used to drink and drive all the time. Did you ever did your parents ever drink and drive? And you're like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like you're fucked up. Don't drive. Ah, well, your dad. Don't. Like, no, I don't have those stories, but <laughs> they sound funny. Like um, I wish I had stories like that. Oh, did your dad drink? Your dad uh, drink and drive with you in the car? Yeah, all the time. But he held his liquor and stuff. And like, see, I want to be. One that- time, I I came home when I was in high school, and uh, my mom knew I was fucked up because I I was like. Uh, Trying to put the key in the door, but I couldn't get the key to get in the door because I was too fucked up to put the key in the door. <laughs> and then, and then, and Father Teebs, the the priest that was our you know special friend, yeah. not married to my mom, but he was a practicing Catholic priest who lived in a rectory. And he got <laughs> fucked up, shit faced every night <laughs> until I come. She called him to come like discipline me or something. And then when he gets there, he's all fucked up. <laughs> 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 <She's> like, <laughs> he drove to like, <laughs> I wanna I wanna be so like I imagine I um I imagine myself you know uh being a father who's drinking and driving with their son in the car but I you know my my drinking and driving has always been um I get home and I'm like, I want this food. And I'll, I'll drive. It's literally got to be like a minute away. But other, other than that, but speaking of uh, the you know drinking or driving, let's talk a little bit about Thanksgiving. Bob, do you have any Thanksgiving stories? Oh, well, I thought you were inviting me to your house for Thanksgiving. Well, you I know was what? like, well, let me ask. I'm going to go to my boyfriend's, but uh, that's what yeah. you doing for Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah. But uh, do you, do, what's, what's I kind of like not doing anything on Thanksgiving. That's kind of my favorite Thanksgiving is not doing shit. I'm just like um, <laughs> so, yeah. so 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 the past you know recent years you just either stayed home or went to our friends or uh yeah i'll go to i'll go to my boyfriend's but uh there were those years when i was uh broken up with greg so i wasn't going to greg's parents places and before i met andy yeah i just had a couple of thanksgivings and christmases where i didn't do a fucking thing and i just called home and they passed the phone around to all the people and i'm like i'm 40 leave me alone. i don't need to <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a part of your life anymore. All right. <laughs> oh my God. But, uh, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm getting to that point now in my life. And it's weird. Like I, I'm used to going to family things for Christmas and Thanksgiving and it's out of, it's ended. It's over. Yeah. It's not happening anymore. No. Family things, family things for Thanksgiving and Christmas that I went to most of my life. Uh, have ended officially. Whoa, the yeah. family agreed. No more, no more, uh, no more parties. There's just no more. We the there's a, two the things have changed. People moved and 
and I grown up and, and I got in my relationships with people have changed and everything's just, it's, it's been, dest it's destroyed and it's gone. And yeah, now, now, now when Thanksgiving comes around, I look at Marissa and I go, what are we going to do? Like, you know, what's, what are, you know, yeah. you don't really have a close family. Like, I mean, we do, but they're far and I'm like, I'm not driving away over there for some fucking. Turkey. I wouldn't mind like, uh, making a turkey and uh and making my own thanksgiving dinner that would be fun yeah like, uh, like, uh friendsgiving yeah i'd like to i've been cooking a lot this year and i think like you know making the uh, green beans and mashed potatoes and and uh, mm. uh i don't know some some stuff to you know like stuffing and turkey and all that stuff would be uh it'd be nice to to do because i always like it would feel like I was a full grown person, you know, to make my own things for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Cause I, I'd always just gone like a little boy with the, Oh, feed me. Uh, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm like, uh, put something on my plate, mommy. <laughs> like to make my own food would be cool for Thanksgiving. You know, like, I think, yeah. And I think last time I, one of the last times I did the pod was during uh, Christmas time or, Oh yeah. And we talked about Christmas vacation. Hmm. Yeah. Chevy about, Chase. We, we talked about Chevy. Mm -hmm. Who's toxic? No. <laughs> I don't know. He's pretty funny. <laughs> I um I liked him on the WTF podcast. He did Mark Marin's <laughs> podcast and he was funny on it. And um and I'm like, let it go. Uh, he's eighty Chevy. or something. Like let him just be Poor this weirdo. Chevy. But he's still he you can still you can see he's a little bitter that he's not remembered as the best cast member ever when he <laughs> was really good and he was a huge movie star 40 years ago but it's pretty much faded now and he still thinks of himself as the person who was I just you know the better than everybody who's ever existed bob i just <laughs> saw you're, you're gonna be like what you're gonna be like you never saw this movie i just really for officially saw like the entire film Planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh yeah, you've never seen that before. I never really uh, saw it, and it's a I great just movie. saw yeah. it. Yeah, this past year. Yeah, it's a really fun. It's it's John Hughes, by the way. Yeah, I like the part when um the car explodes and then Steve Martin's like just starts cackling like uh, yeah. about like uh, oh you finally did it to yourself. How did they write you? And then he realizes that. <laughs> Do you ever think about like how does some guy, how does some random guy write this? Like, yeah. like, like these. I don't know. It's it's just so bizarre to me. Like, um, how do you write? I mean, the the scenes that really stand out are like the, uh, you know, just where he's in the shower and and there's socks in the sink and he accidentally wipes his face with the John Candy underwear, which is pretty. Yeah, and then the horror music when he realizes what he's done, <laughs> and like uh, that that shit's funny. Uh, but it's, like, it's a great movie. And then know? the then the just the fight they have in the hotel room where he's like, uh, you know, I could sit through any insurance seminar with a smile on my face, and people would ask me how how can you stand it? How can you take it? It's because I've been with Del Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh... <laughs> Oh my god, they don't make movies like that. I I, I sound like an old man, but it's like, 
Mm. They don't make movies like that no more, do they? Yeah. Like there's a, there's that movie. We don't we don't have comedy stars. Yeah. Like we used to. Yeah. We used, we used to just be able to get used to just be able to get two guys and put them on a road trip and 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 write some. Movies have to have like a more coherent logic now than I think. The then, well, a lot of comedies are. Uh, Picked apart by uh, the internet analysts who are like, wait, that's inconsistent. Like that wouldn't happen in real life. And why would you say yeah. that? And like, how could like, like I watched Legally Blonde you know, yesterday, and there's so much <laughs> in that movie that's just dumb, but it's it's a charming <laughs> movie because like uh, it is it's, charming, yeah. But uh, but but it wouldn't come out now because people would be like, what? That's stupid. That wouldn't happen. People aren't like that. That's not how. <laughs> real life works and like you yeah. know movies work th- like you know like people had a suspension of disbelief i think in the 80s and 90s and early 2000s that that nobody has now uh, or when it comes to um things like like the planes trains and automobiles movie i i think like uh how is he actually making money del griffin and why is he on this plane and like <laughs> where is he like uh you know, like like, like where does he actually live why does he know all these people in all these cities and isn't that like the most expensive stupidest way to be homeless that <laughs> any fucking, like, but, but who cares you know I, let it go I, I, yeah I, like, watched, I watched it and i was just like ah oh, god damn i miss oh it just made me miss being i watched some of this stuff and i'm like i just miss being a kid and just it just makes me like home it makes me homesick for being a child and you just watch how the hell do you watch Christmas Vacation and not think of mm. being a fucking child? Yeah. You know, like, damn uh. it. Like, we don't have, like, we don't have this shit no more. It's, well, people, it's atta- see, the thing is, people are attaching childhood memories to uh, <laughs> things that are coming out now. And years yeah. from now, they're going to think, like, oh, you know, when I was a kid, they made movies like uh, Bad, uh, what was the. Santa, I don't know, bad oh, teacher. Bad uh, fuck, oh, I don't yeah. know. Oh, what was that? I, I'm trying to think of uh, current movies that are out right now. Like, <laughs> and then everything I think of is old, like Sideways. I mean, movies like no, that's old. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Um. The uh, like, but the point is, I think people are are gonna. It, it it's not really the the content stuff that came out when when we were kids just felt like it was special to us because we were kids and it was geared toward us and and now stuff isn't geared toward us isn't advertised to us so we see through it because it's not for us and we're like that's bullshit it's not like when what what it's not like what i attached to because it was real because it was like for me well (laughs) eh, i don't know yeah, I mean that's true. Yeah, I mean that's definitely true. Yeah, it's 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 not it's 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 maybe just the fact that it's just what we we're gonna identify with because of mm. our childhood, you know. And going back to Priscilla. Yeah. <laughs> what about the sixties? He goes, I'm sorry, baby. I didn't mean I didn't mean to yell at you, baby. Oh. I didn't mean to hit you with that pillow. Oh, we're, and then when they're in the studio and she says like, oh the the song's not catchy, and then he throws a chair and almost hits her in the face with the chair. And he's, oh, I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. I just got my mother's temper. I got my mother's temper. I flip out sometimes. 
Um, do you believe that? So there's a, there's a, actually some controversy earlier about Michael Jackson asking you a question. Uh, uh, asking you a question about it. Um, so there's a controversy that's always gone around about Elvis. Now people say that he he was racist, and there's people that say that he wasn't racist. Do you know mm. enough about Elvis to, to answer that question? Well, uh, no, no, I don't know enough about Elvis. But I, 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 don't, I, do. I don't think he was I think, racist because he mm. basically learned. Like co after he, he learned well, all his moves you, from black people. Exactly. Well, but, his, um, whole, his whole persona was, um, how could you uh, hate, you know, yeah. the people that you admired, your, but then, chi- your whole childhood, you know, like. Yeah. And I know he didn't write all of his songs, but uh, there was some. Tender uh, feelings and emotions. I, I love Elvis music, and I, I've, I've always loved Elvis music. Even that song in the ghetto, which is a little <laughs> bit uh, like uh, <laughs> condescending or something, but uh, it, it's a, it's a yeah. good song. But oh. but that's just what the times were like then. <laughs> but yeah, you ever hear Dwight Yoakam cover "Suspicious Minds"? No, I like I like the country version of that, like the '80s Dwight Yoakam version of "Suspicious Minds." Is a, I'd check it out. It's a it's a good cover. Do you like Coldplay? Eh, I don't know. I think they're okay. Uh, don't love them. Eh. Yeah. Uh, do wait? Do they cover Elvis? <laughs> no. <laughs> That'd be weird. No, they didn't cover Elvis, but he uh the uh the the singer claims that that yellow song. Which is their, which is their, their, their first huge hit, was based off of Neil Young. Oh, yes. He said that he wrote that song from listening to Neil Young and mimicking Neil Young and 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 uh, like oh. basically doing a gotta shine for you. Exactly. Yeah. He said that he did it in a Neil Young you uh, rhythm, and then yeah. it, that, and that it just. So yeah, is that funny? People uh, that a, a band that a lot of people hate and think are blah 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 is like their their ins, their inspiration is from an artist that everybody loves. Everyone loves, love, thinks love, it's a yeah. genius, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> I actually like Coldplay. I don't think they're an awful band. Oh well, they're very popular, and and I I just huh. uh, I don't I don't I can't listen to them all the time, you know. Because <laughs> why would you listen? <laughs> yeah. to- like, why when you listen to Radiohead? Why would you listen to Coldplay? You, I was listening to Radiohead. It's the same shit, you know. It's better, you know. It's like, <laughs> and also it just makes me think of Gwyneth Paltrow and naming their kid Apple. And, like, um, uh, should we talk goop. about? Should we talk about Palestine and Israel? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to. Uh, like, uh, like, okay. <laughs> You really don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Free Palestine, of course, we, we, we uh, and uh, and also, uh, uh, like, yeah, yeah. like, like, me, like uh, don't hate Jewish people. And one hundred percent, like, um, yeah, Free Palestine. Uh, don't hate Jewish people. Don't hate anybody. Yeah, uh, um, see, uh, we should have a ceasefire. Yeah, stop the violence. No cease. You know, let's let's do a ceasefire. Let's talk and um, let's figure it out. All right, don't be don't be such a terrorist and don't be. Uh, don't be such a, an authoritarian that that you, you know that they, you give the terian, that authoritarians breed terrorists more than uh, uh, the other way around. Uh, I have no faith. In, I, I well, the Ameri- <laughs> the American go- our government 
Oh, I think everything's fucked. I think yeah, the whole I, our whole I life think. is screwed. Yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> think. Like, they, I, I our U.S. military shouldn't go bomb and kill people. You know, that's what they. That's what they're literally born to do. Like, you yeah. really think our government's just gonna? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, Israel is only there they because we have funded people. them since the creation yeah. of the state. There, uh, like the U- U.S. is a is is. Like Israel may as well be a fifty-first state. It's it's like part of the United States. Our our government is Israel in a lot of ways. Been, so we're not gonna well, anyway. We'll yeah, be, well, the, I didn't want to talk well, about the this. American I didn't people have been yelling <laughs> peace since the sixties, and yeah, the American government didn't listen then. They're not gonna listen now. And yeah, yeah, there's gonna be uh, assholes in charge uh, yeah. in until this whole planet suffocates from. Uh, <laughs> carbon dioxide in the atmosphere <laughs> and uh <laughs> i have friends i have friends who are just like you should be saying something you should be doing yeah. this you be, and i'm just like i have no faith in my uh i have i have no faith in uh my the what is said in my bible that my mother gave me i have no faith in uh my government that doesn't give me health uh free health care i don't have any faith in anything mm. and but i definitely don't i definitely don't want to see children being Killed, yeah, but um, and I really don't want know. Trump to be president. That would be uh, I really <laughs> yeah. don't want this fucking asshole. I don't want to... Trump to be president either. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I do not like Trump. I I, I just don't <laughs> like it when he's in charge. I, I really I hate like that. Trump. I do not like Trump. <laughs> I hate Trump. Yep. Let's he's end it on so that. So fucking annoying. <laughs> you got anything else you want to end on? Hate Trump. I kind of wanted to say that was it. That was it. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm I'm doing shows. Yeah, doing stand up. Still doing stand up. Still trying my best. Still getting out there. Just you know, can I live? You know, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe that would be well, a if better. You ever, if you ever want to cross over to the dark side, let yeah, me know. and stop doing stand up and just do internet content, let me know. Well, okay. I, I I don't know. I, I just really like going up there, in front there, of live there audiences. There are people out there, Bob, whether you know it or not, that would love to know, to see you. Yeah, I think I need to get some cameras and make this like a uh, video podcast. Put this on YouTube and then clip yeah. best moments and then like have like uh, the people videos to you know share and send and you know like people like, the people in the United States that that would love your style of comedy. I bet, you know? yeah. And they don't know. They don't know. I bet if people listen to this podcast, they would actually like it. I think this has been a funny one. I think if I think if it actually reached people, it would, you know, it, it would it would be a pretty big success. But uh, here we are, not reaching anybody. So fuck it. Well, I come here too because I love uh, I love you, and I love the vent, and you. I get both in one. I get to hang out with Bob, and I get to vent. And it's a, it's a beautiful thing, and no one has to listen to this. I just want to come and talk. Yeah, I just want to make create a little funny moment, or, or just try to brighten. I, I hope I hope we uh, I hope we brightened your day. I hope we uh, I hope you made you smile. Yeah. I, hope, I hope you feel good about yourself. I hope yep. you're happy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. All right, baby. That's the end of the podcast. Okay. Oh yeah. See you later. Wait.